Is it happening right now? Yeah, we're live. It's really happening? It's happening. We're doing it! Well, Vinny, I'm excited you're back from gay clubbing in Miami Beach. I do want to hear all about that. I want to know if you met- So many dudes with the same haircut as you. I want to know if you met a new fella or there's someone special in your life now based on your vacation. But uh, we also have a creep off to do. I went there with my wife, Carl. (laughs) My wife that I met in Niagara Falls. Yeah, two beards. Welcome to another episode of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I'm your host, my name is Vinny, and joining me is the bell of the ball himself. Some people call him Teeth. Today we're calling him Tips. It's hot Carl. Frost, 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 Frosted Tips World Order, FTWO. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Yes, I uh, finally fulfilled... My end of the bet with Bob Levy yesterday and uh, colored my hair. Some people were saying they don't notice the difference. I most certainly do. I'll tell you what. You look better. Do I? You look better. I guess that's the only way I could go, though, right? Yes. <laughs> it's not like I show up you're like, wow, crap, I've never seen you look so bad. It's like, no, I've already hit that. I'm actually mad at the Bills that they lost because Bob Levy having to get black tips I know. would be much more humiliating than this. Well, Bob has said that he's going to go through with it anyway. We'll see. I, Why? He doesn't have to. I know. I don't know. Well, that's in- he's insane. That's a crazy, something a oh, crazy Bob Levy says. is insane. Wow. Newsflash, everyone. Alert the presses. I won the bet. I'm going to do it anyway. That's what a crazy person does. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. We got a big one for you. It's been two weeks. Since we have done a competition, Carl. Yeah, I mean, actually, three weeks. Oh, that's true. Episode 200, we fucked around. I had Blind Mike on last week while you were gay clubbing in Miami. Doosh, doosh, doosh. That's not what happened. I do want to hear all about the guys you met. I, I'm excited to hear about your vacation in Miami any Beach. guys, Carl. I don't. Why are you trying to throw this you type made of a shade trip at to, me? You made are a you trip trying to, to gay all... Mecca, and now you're trying to act like it wasn't because you wanted to meet up with dudes? I mean, look, at, if you don't want to talk about it on the air, we don't have to. I don't I'll be glad to discuss on the air. It's not gay fucking Mecca. It's thongs on the beach Mecca. Oh, guys, guys are wearing thongs now? That's nice. Oh, that man. must be fun. There's a lot of really hot women there. <laughs> I bet. So here's what happened, everybody. Carl went to uh, Miami once, and they made him stay at a gay resort. <laughs> and so he thinks everything in Miami is gay. And, uh, I mean, he says they made him. I don't know. He just wants to throw all the shade at me because my wife went and hung out on Ocean Boulevard and ate good food. Drank lots of drinks. I like a banana daiquiri myself. I like to call them monkey shines. I, uh... I won't be surprised if you no longer have wrestling shirts on. You're just wearing rainbow shirts from here on out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, Carl. Carl, so... Someone's calling me Carl Fietti in the uh, chat right now. I don't know how I feel about that. Gay Fieri. (laughs) Um, Folks, there's going to be a competition today, but I have sad news. Here to bring the sad news, or happy news, depending on your perspective, is our results girl, Jess. Hey, what's happening? Hi. The sad news is this is my last episode for a while. I just got... Yeah, okay. So Jess (laughs) is gone, everybody. Uh, That was her last appearance. Moving on. (laughs) All right, go ahead. What's going on? You got a job? That's it. Just new job. So, cool. <laughs> so are you off because it's President's Day today? Yes. Vinny, why are so. we fucking working? Why am I working on President's Day? You're the one who always says, it's just another day. It's George, a Monday. George Washington freed the slaves so that we could get the day off today. And look at us. Yeah, but it's Super Chat Monday. Neither of you guys even cracked a smile at that. Do you guys both think Washington freed the slaves? No. Right. I know that George Washington <laughs> did not free the slaves. It was Abraham Lincoln, Carl. Moving on. Um, Your but joke anyway, was just lame. Jess, what kind of job do you have? What are you doing? I'm a bank teller now. A bank teller? Yes. I would How not exciting. have predicted that. That's interesting. So you can count? Neither would I. Interesting. What was that? You can count then. A little bit, okay. Better than like, better than better than I can read. This is a staff shortage situation, Carl. Mm-hmm. Where having to count really isn't a prerequisite. 
the thing will count it for you. Who the fuck goes the to train. the bank? Who do you see? Who, who comes into the bank? Is it like a lot of really old people or what do you? Yeah. Because yeah. do, <laughs> do you, do you like when people come up to you, do you go, you could just do this on the app, right? Why are you just doing this on the app? But then you would have to show them how to use the app and then they break their phone. Hey, you can really <laughs> have fun with those old people. Tell them you're AI. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, just like when the old people come up there, it's like, hello, I'm your AI assistant, Jess. Just say stuff like that and see what they do. Uh, <laughs> I bet you because most of the people in that area, like, I mean, it's just like, okay, can, can you I, deposit? <laughs> can I give you some advice, though, for your new job? I didn't realize that that's what you did. I have some friends who are bank tellers. Um, skim a little off the top. They'll never know. There's so much money in that place. Fuck yeah. They have no idea. Just skim a little, just a little bit every day. Just a little bit. No, there's a lot of cameras though. So. Nah, no one's looking at it. 1500 two grand. Nobody most, will notice. Most of those cameras are fake. They just <laughs> put it up there. There's no wires connected to it. They're deterrence, Jess. They're up there to scare you Correct. into thinking that they're paying attention. Nobody's paying attention to what happens at a bank. No one's paying attention. Go remember, for it. Remember that every day. Jess, next time you're on this show, I want you with a lot of bling. I want to see that you've been making the money. And now that we know okay. she's in this job, I expect a much better Christmas present this year <laughs> from Jeff. You got it. All right. So I'll still be editing the clips for the show, too. So oh, we that's know. completely gone. All right. So here's the, the question, guys. I think we should probably have some kind of bet going. How long until Jess gets fired from this job and is back on the show? I'm going to put it at two and a half months. I'm going to say, where, where would that put us? At uh, May? Uh, beginning of June, maybe? No, wait. Yeah, May. I'm going to say by beginning of May, Jess is back on the show. What do you think, Benny? <laughs> well, I don't know if that's going to happen because I've very I've already started working on finding a replacement. So then I got to fire somebody because she got fired? Yeah. Okay. That's how that works. Huh. Hmm. We gotta hold Fair up enough. The world. We got to hold up the world for Jess. Two months? I'll take the over on that. I think She's by summer. Okay. I think by summertime, by midsummer, we'll get a message and she'll go, Oh, you know, my my schedule freed up. See, this is what I think is gonna happen. Okay. Just as used to the exciting world of broadcasting and podcasting and video editing. She likes a, a high-paced, fun work environment with yeah. jokes and laughs. She's a fast lady. She's gonna get into that bank and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, and she's just gonna fuck off, not give a crap, and get fired for negligence. That's what I think. Or stealing. Well, don't get fired for stealing. They won't catch you. Just do it. No, just, not, no one's counting except for you. Don't worry about it. Oh my god, no. <laughs> well, if I end up coming back, it's because I probably found a new job because I'm trying to find a job in my field. But something for now. Here's uh, what I want to tell everybody, folks. Uh, we're going to miss you, Jess. But I want to tell everyone at home, if you think you could do a better job at Jess reading results, let us know. Just send us an email. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to be me. I'm basically dyslexic. <laughs> yeah. All the links are at thecreepoff.com. Go over there. And uh, if you want to be our new results girl, serious inquiries only. Correct. This is not for you goofballs to prank us. Yeah. I don't want to be pranked. I hate it when people come up with silly things. Right. It's not we're, fun. we're the prankers, not the prankies. Well, congratulations on your new job, Jess. We'll see you around Thank you. the schoolyard and uh, Excelsior. Bye, Jess. Excelsior. <laughs> True believers. All right, then. I'm going to miss that weirdo. She, she definitely brought something to the show. She, she did. In a very bizarre way that... Uh, my favorite thing with Jess is her watching us fight. <laughs> She'd get so upset. So uncomfortable, I should say. Not upset. Yeah. But it is our favorite. It's the way we start the show. It's our bickering segment. Correct. So... The best bickers in the business. That's us, buddy. Now, pal, today's category... Uh, real quick, before you get into that. So we went on the Dick Show yesterday. That'll oh, be out yep. tomorrow, Tuesday yep. of this week. Really fun segment with uh, with Dick and Sean on there. And Dick was talking about the biggest problem in the universe. So that was the show he used to do with Maddox. Now he does it with Vito Giswaldi. And he was saying when he was doing that show, he had to explain to both Maddox and Vito that we should be arguing about this stuff. Mm -hmm. This should be a debate. We should be having a back and forth. It's not, it's not an agreement fest. That's what this show is. It's true. Day one. Carl has always been about yelling at me on air when he has yeah, an issue. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you suck. It's the worst. <laughs> Someone's got to tell you about it. 
Uh, but no, I, I, I appreciated that. I liked Dick's perspective because it reminded me, yeah, we are supposed to be debating at the show. This is a competition. Correct. We are competing with one another. This is not about being friends. No. Thank God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we bonded on this? Oh, it'd be gross. like It'd be a creepier relationship than Vince and John Laronitis. <laughs> this is what brought us together. I thought you were going to say a Vincent stuttering, John. Oy. That's another weird relationship. But okay, so that leads us to the fact that this is a competition, and the competition is back on on this President's Day. Now, we've already done Creepiest President. Yep. So we decided to go with a different category, City Council Person. Yes, these are the people who actually can affect your life. They have a lot more power in your day-to-day than the President, especially if you own property. Yes. These people can be great. Or they can be the worst. They can be great. Not sure. in this city. Well, I know. But there's places <laughs> where there's some of them. Okay. Some of them are pretty good. Okay. Now, Carl, the last time we played, I won. That sucks. No, it's great because now I'm on game point, which means if I win this week, you have to spin next week. That sucks. Yeah. So keep that in mind, everybody. I'll go first because I won this last one. Let's hit those uh, Super Chats real quick. Let's do it. And then I'll ring the bell and we'll get going on this. Double Guns became a new member. Thank you very much, Double Guns. My boy Manny is here. Please wrap up in time for Hack the Movies today. Plug to Hack the Movies. Uh, I know that um, Lucy Tightbox has been doing some shows. Yep. With Tony over there. He's poaching your talent. Yeah, he is. Joe Dicker with five bucks says... Hi, Tits, Tips, and Jess. Hello. Tits, Tips, and Jess. Ah, that's that would have been a t-shirt if Jess had got that stupid job at the bank. That fucking bank. Dude, do you think she'll get fired for stealing money? I hope so. <laughs> That'd be so great. I want to feature her so bad. She's like, guess what, Carl? They do count. Dude. There is someone counting the fucking money. The next <laughs> the next time you hear from Jess on the show is us going to be reading a story. Yeah, right. She's in the scum parade. Murdered her boyfriend lived with the corpse for seven months. Uh, the Mechanical Ape, thanks for the five bucks. Nice frosted tips, Carl. Are the Isotopes a Sugar Ray cover band now? Vote for Vinny, everyone. Ugh. Thank you, Mechanical Ape. I, I feel like I could start a 90s tribute band right now. I think I could pull it off. And James Gardner, thanks for the nine ninety nine. All politicians are creeps. In my experience, that is correct. Yes. yes. I'm leaving that up there because he's correct. <laughs> yes. All right. Vinny, I'm going to ring the bell. You get to go first and tell us about who you think is the creepiest city council person. Sure. Well, Carl, I could tell you who I think is the creepiest city council person, or I could just tell you who I know it is. (laughs) And that's my creep. His name is Matthew Riley. He grew up in Cranston, Rhode Island. He was married with two children. He graduated from Cranston High School. He loved his community, Carl. He went to George Washington University, got a degree in business. After college, he went on to uh, work in real estate, but realized he needed to choose a different path. And now... This is important to the story, folks. He decided to go back to school to earn his law degree and has since found a niche in family law. Now, he's uh, worked as a partner in his firm. He specializes in family court litigation and mediation across the state of Rhode Island. And uh, he frequently acts as a court-appointed guardian uh, or advocate for the interests of children and particularly difficult child custody cases now sounds like a great guy i don't know why you brought him in as a creep that's what i'm saying man this guy sounds phenomenal all right so i'll but go what next. we learned so here i brought oh you, you're still but what we learned here is that all politicians are creeps right james gardner now he rose through the ranks of the local republican party carl mm-hmm. in fact he became the chairman oh, you picked a republican okay but he wins god damn it i'm spinning the fucking wheel <laughs> he picked the chairman he became the chairman of the republican party and uh cranston and that made him an ex- his experience made him a shoe in to become a member of the city council. Now he was elected in 2019. Things were pretty good in his first term. He was about to get ready to start going for his second term in 2023 last year. Yeah, he was about to start getting his uh, campaign going. Sure. And uh, in May, he ran into some problems. Okay. You see, he had some problems at home with his marriage, and it turns out he was going to end up getting a divorce. Uh, it's always women. They're always it the is. problem. They always mess up a good... They keep a good man down. What's worse, women or politicians? What about a female politician? Wow. Yeah. I just blew my own mind with that one. <laughs> All right, the on. horror. Okay, so this weekend, there was a female comedian at the club. Yes. Saturday night, I came and checked out The Late Show, because we had one of my guys was doing a spot. I wanted to check it out. And uh, she opens her bit about how 
she's hoping that one day there'll be a woman president. Okay. And how we were so close a few years ago to having a woman president, and I wanted to scream from the back of the room, lady, we could have a woman president by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What is this? A, why, how is this a premise? What am I listening to? Yeah, I know, right? She has to read the newspaper every morning before she does her set just to make sure it's still relevant. Oh, my God. It drove me crazy. That's funny. That's neither here nor there, folks. But the point that I've tried to make is that my guy is a creep. And on March 15th, 2023, a police officer was flagged down because a man appeared to be in distress. He's passed out, non-responsive, and he appears to be choking inside of a car in an empty parking lot. Oh, no. Now, the police officer, uh, the body cam footage has been released, and I'm going to show you some of it today, folks. Gosh, we all I, love ne- I never cups. say this, but I hope I re- he's going to be okay. Yes. Well, there he is, folks. Oh, no. It doesn't look good. That is Matthew Riley. Uh-huh. The police officer has responded. Now, the first eight seconds, the body cam audio is not released. Mm-hmm. But I want you to watch very closely. Watch his hands. So the cop comes up. He sees what's going on. And he grabs his one hand. And Riley pulls it away. He's got something there. And he tries to put it away. Mm-hmm. There's no audio to this. Okay. Now, the police officer takes him out of the car and pats him down. And we start to see... A closer look as to what's really happening here. Oh no way, dude! Really? Yes, yes. I was just taking. I was just on my way back from court. Bro. Uh, well, arrest is gonna come check you out, man. I can't let you go. Okay, so here's what just happened. The cop looked at his ID and saw who this was. Right. He has a family court badge, and he is a city member of the city council. Right. So he's like, oh, man. Uh, See, this is the the cop cams really fucked these people up. Yes. Because normally it'd be like, all right, man, sleep at home in your bed, not in your car. And listen to to his reaction. He doesn't sound quite coherent, does he, Carl? Bro. Arrest is going to come check you out, man. I can't let you go. You were literally choking in your sleep. Somebody flagged me down about it. Oh, I have sleep apnea. I'm sorry. Well, and then you have a crack pipe in your hands. So, yeah, oh. that's the problem. Well, that's the real problem. It's not sleep apnea. It's the crack pipe that you have in your hand, passed out in the front of the car. It's like, wait, sorry. <laughs> Who falls asleep after smoking crack? What is this? What's going on? Well, we're going to find. I out. I remember this story. I remember when this came out. Yeah. This, this was pretty big news. Yes. It, it gets bigger, Carl. But yeah. uh, let's watch a little bit more as this guy, the cop explains to him what's going on. There will be no arrest. What? There will be no arrest. No. Um, is there any, are there any drugs in the car or anything like that? No. No, nothing. All right. So he goes, so there's going to be no arrest, right? And he's like, there's no drugs in the car. And he's like, no, 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 no drugs in the car. No drugs in the car. Of, uh, you had this problem, man. It, it was a it was a relapse. I've been clean for 13 years. Uh, just went through a really really bad divorce recently. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if it was a bad divorce as opposed to a good divorce, then I can understand why you'd want to start smoking crack. I would smoke crack after a good divorce. Cause would be like, woohoo, party time. But you, you would know, think, yeah, you would think the bad crack. Divorce... I don't think of it as like a coping kind of drug. You know, you think of alcohol, maybe marijuana to some degree, but uh, crack's not really. Uh, I, uh, I got to get over this girl kind of drug. Yeah. So he asked for a supervisor to come out. Okay. Now I think he's trying to pull a little bit of weight here, Carl. He's trying to pull some rank. Now uh, the cop says to him, "Listen, this is the police." T- Sergeant explaining to him that they're not going to call the media about this. I mean, I look at you. Yeah. You're not the Matt Riley that we know. Trust me. And I listen. Your health and your well-being is worth way more than any political career. I don't care. Yeah, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. Listen, we're not. We're, we we don't report nothing to the media unless someone tells them. So and then arrest records are public record. I'm not going to lie to you. What we can do the kids. Uh, there's, there's, there's not much we can do on this. Can you pause if it real I was quick? In a situation, I'd be in yeah. Vinny, do you have any idea how many millions of views this particular video has? Did you look at any of the stats while you were pulling this yes, stuff? Yes, it has a lot. You've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that's what's so funny about this. It's just like, listen, man, it's probably not going to get out. Meanwhile, millions of people are watching this go down. Yeah. It's a pretty. <laughs> that sucks. It, it made a lot of news. Yeah. It made a lot of news, but. 
Here's some of my favorite stuff. This is the cops realizing what a loser this guy is and uh, searching his car. Listen to them talk shit. That's a piece that of crack. Be, yeah, piece yeah, of crack. yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely crack. Yeah, yeah, so the whole likely. front seat has crack all yeah, over it. Yeah, you're smelling it. He's burning up. He has a bunch of toy boy. And Should we have a toy? It looks no, like he's no, like half toy. living out of his car. That's like private property. Juice. We're good. We're on private property. Oh, no. <laughs> he's living <laughs> out of his car. He's got a problem. <laughs> He's got a problem. Oh, no. <laughs> so the city council member, the guy who's was going to work at family court, who smoked a bunch of crack before he was going to go represent some people in court. Mm-hmm. He's busted with all this. And this is the last clip I have from the scene, Carl. I didn't want to go too crazy on this, but watch the reaction from the, the sergeant. My car's getting fixed. Oh, this isn't even your car? No, it's a loaner. Right. Yeah. All right. Did you catch that? Yes. The cop goes, he goes, it's a loaner car. And watch the cop go, it's not even your car? It's supposed to be going back in, in tomorrow. Oh. My car's getting fixed. Oh, this isn't even your car? No, it's a loaner. Oh, it's a loaner. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. you know what the cop I mean, is thinking right there? There's shit on the seat. What's that? The cop is thinking like, okay, this guy's been on a bender for weeks, and that's why there's crack everywhere and toiletries, and they're like, "Oh, you've only had this car a day." Yeah, oh, it's geez. a loader. I got to get it back tomorrow. <laughs> my car's gonna <laughs> that's not good. But this is my favorite part: the very end of this. I'll crack a window for you in a second. Yeah, he claims he has a, he was going to have an appointment in two days on the seventeenth to help him deal with his relapse. Okay, so he's like, I was getting help, I was getting help, but that car is not even in a parking space, Carl. No, he's passed out. The thing is in an empty parking lot in the middle of the parking lot. He is passed out with his mouth wide open. Yeah, he can't even with breathe. the fucking crack pipe in his hand. Yeah, so. The reason why he was so groggy and stuff is because it turned out that the crack that he had, they did a field test on it, and it had crack and fentanyl in it. Oh. So this dude is a very lucky man. Okay. But, Carl, you may be saying, Vinny, this is the creep-off. You can't just bring a crackhead, a guy who did crack once and relapsed because it was divorce, on the creep-off, Vinny. You can't do that to the it's people. It's not going to get you a W, that's you know, for sure. God damn it, Vinny. I thought you were the people's champ. Not going to get you a W, just a little smoke, uh, crack smoking. It won't, but I'll tell you what, just might. Let's see what happened about a month later. A former Cranston City Councilman has been arrested for the second time in less than a month. This time for allegedly sexually assaulting a minor. God damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, by the way, in that month, Resigned his position from the city council, resigned his uh, position as the chairman of the Republican Party in his town. And it turns out, folks, that there was an investigation going on. Pay attention. Less than two weeks before Matthew Riley was found passed out in a car and arrested for having crack cocaine on him, the former Cranston City Councilman allegedly sexually assaulted a young girl. The Cranston Police Chief tells 12 News a legal guardian of a 12-year-old girl filed a complaint with police the day the alleged sexual abuse occurred. Shortly after, Cranston Police and the Attorney General's office began investigating the sexual abuse allegation, Riley was found passed out in a car and later arrested for drug possession. No, it's not me. Whoever thinks that's me, that's not me. Well, your hair looks a little similar these days. That's but... why I dyed my hair, so I disguise it. I mean, no, it's not me. Yeah, so he is now uh, sitting in jail. Yeah. Uh, they had to do a competency In hearing. sweatpants and a sweatshirt, but, uh, Riley was led here's before the a Kent County District Court judge. He's being charged with first and second degree child molestation and enticement <laughs> of a right. person under the age of 16. Time out. Yes. When it's first and second degree, is that like second base and third base? Mm. <laughs> I, I want to know. I honestly don't know the answer to this. Like, how do you get first degree versus second degree child molestation? Do you know? Well, it, you don't get it. Those charges by being a good babysitter, okay, or being a good <laughs> okay. family court lawyer. I don't okay. think. Uh, I don't know the difference, but I will tell you this: this is a twelve-year-old girl that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he is sitting in jail, awaiting trial that will start on March fifth. So 
Matthew Riley, ladies and gentlemen. This is a relatively new one. It made a lot of headlines with the crack thing, but I don't think people knew about the rest of it, and I felt like they needed to. So go to the creep off this week. Creepoff.com this week and vote for Matthew Riley. I'll be honest with you, Vinny, when I was doing my research for uh, city council person, this guy showed up immediately and I recognized him. And then I saw that second headline. I went, oh, fuck. Okay. Vinny's got a good one. (laughs) Vinny's got a good one. Hey, um, real quick, I'm going to go. A couple of funny uh, super chats came in, so I want to address those. I was in AC when the drama was going down, but didn't see it. I would have paid top dollar. Well, listen, if you watch uh, the latest video, WATP, we have three angles of it, so we really analyzed it. Are we really out of the Dabbleverse now, thank Christ? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got out of the Dabbleverse. Thank Moving on. Christ. <laughs> Erica Ann, two bucks. Hello, handsome Vinny and skater Carl. Love you, boys. Hello, Erica Ann. Thank you for the kindness. I, I just realized, yeah, I'm wearing my van shirt today. I really do look like I'm from the 90s. Uh, Cutter O Parts, thanks for the 10 bucks. I never get to watch live because I have a real job. Fat Vinny is my favorite Vinny. Blind Vinny equals meh. All right. Uh, I like blind. <laughs> very hair. nice. Thank you, Cutter Roll Parts. Uh, Mick Kraut, thanks for the four ninety nine. New hair, new band name. The I Suck Dicks. Hacka hacka. I, I saw that as you Whoa! were reading the story. I saw that when you were reading the story. I'm like, that's actually really funny. <laughs> it is good. pretty good. 1971 Puffy, thanks for the four ninety nine. Officer, these aren't my pants. This is not my crack pipe. These well, are not he, my pants. He he tried to argue that the only reason he had the crack pipe is because he left him in his pants after he smoked crack earlier that day. Uh, at sounds, least he took a nap like he promised his wife. Yes. Super happy fun Super happy says. fun chatter. Yes. Go out in the car and take a nappy poo. Jesus Christ, that picture of Ray DeVito there. Yeah, it's Looks creepy. Looks like a fucking joker. Uh, Matthew Raleigh, thanks for the $5. Friendly reminder for those undecided about who to vote for. Vinny was stuttering John's biggest fan and took a side against Carl and all of us. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Uh, Let's not forget that. I feel like some of the voters are forgetting the history here. I think that that's not the narrative. That's not the right narrative, Carl. It's not All what right. happened. My turn to uh, present my creep. Everybody's trying to set the narrative. <laughs> it's a false narrative. It's a false narrative. And I won't stand for it. <laughs> no, that shit was funny from my side for a while until it wasn't funny I anymore. Know. I know. I who was John talking about? I don't want to get into Dabbleverse shit, but John was talking about someone being difficult. Oh, I think he was talking about Kevin Brennan being hard to be his friend. I'm like, John, <laughs> you should not be talking about being hard to be someone's friend. At the live show in Largo, I will be telling the story about the first time John yelled and screamed at me on the phone. I'll be telling that story. March 22nd, WATPlive.com for tickets. We'll be live in Largo with yep. the whole crew. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. All right, Carl, you ready to present your creep? I am. So uh, I'm going to present to you Sean Myers. He is a Grove City Borough Council member. And if you want to pull up my first video, we'll see what the charges are against my creep, Sean. All right. Carl, give me one second to pull up. Sure, buddy. I was doing it as we were talking. Sean. You were doing nothing as we were talking. Yes, I was. Oh. I just lost my... uh, thing where I had your file right A Grove City Councilman is facing charges after allegedly forcing a child to perform sex acts on him. A criminal complaint explains the child was eight years old or younger when the abuse began. But does this mean Sean Myers will be removed from his role as councilman? Sidney Canty looked into that and has details of the allegations. I don't like his mustache. Can I lead with that? I <laughs> yeah, am not I mean, comfortable. I mean, if it, instead of a councilman charge, just a child molester, you'd believe it. Like, yeah, that's, that story checks out for sure. Carl, who elects this person? Where is this? This is in Florida. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. So okay. that might be part of it right there. But um, if you want to play my second track out here, we'll get... Uh, a little more of the details of what was going on with this guy. So Vinny brought in a guy who had sex with a 12-year-old woman, and I bring in a guy who has sex with an 8-year-old girl. Grove City Councilman <laughs> Sean Myers is accused of forcing a child to perform sex acts on him. A relative of Myers was babysitting the child at the Myers residence. Tom. But when that relative would leave to grab food or do other things... A criminal complaint states the child would sometimes go into Meyer's home office to admire his fish tank. The complaint continues, it was then that Myers would allegedly show the child explicit videos of sex acts being performed and then ask her to do those same things to him. The child was eight years or younger when the alleged abuse began. So 
Minnie, this guy, I hope it's not the anal princess he's showing her. I hope he's not on that OnlyFans account showing this eight-year-old. Hey, yeah, take, look at this. Two dicks in the butt at the same time. Do you believe it? Yeah, look at that. So that's called a goldfish. Now, look <laughs> over here. Now, what? Now, our beta fish has ick. So we have to treat that. And uh, also, I'm going to put my finger in your butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the child told investigators that Myers used honey to encourage her to perform sex acts. He was putting oh, honey on his sugar, balls. Sugar. <laughs> do, 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 do. The girl also claims you he gave her gifts. Yeah, so a real sugar daddy, you could say. Oh, All right, so let's see what this these, episode, uh, sugar daddy. Let's see what these charges were. I got one more uh, video clip on here. Myers is charged with involuntary deviant sexual intercourse with the child, corruption of minors, disseminating explicit sexual material with a minor, and endangering the welfare of children. Myers was absent at Monday's council meeting and was just reelected to serve a fourth term. I reached out to Myers, but he declined to comment. District Attorney Peter Acker tells me it's unlikely Myers would be removed from his role as councilman unless he's convicted. And then if that happens, he would be facing anywhere from 72 months to 20 years behind bars. She was asking for it. Well, what did she say, Mr. Myers? She said, nice fish. <laughs> so that means. I like that she says uh, he can be sentenced to 72 months. Was this a car loan? You trying to trick me into not understanding how long I'll be making these payments for? Six years. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So. Did you notice that first charge was something about involuntary intercourse? Deviant sexual intercourse with a child? In- yes, involuntary. I did. Like, if, if the girl was just like, no, nah, I was into it, would that have made it different? I, I don't understand why involuntary is even in the terms when you're talking about fucking an eight-year-old. doesn't make any sense. The child's mother told investigators that her daughter would sometimes stay at Meyer's home for several days and some weekends while she was at work. He was, She was staying with this guy for... This is like a living girlfriend we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, how do you charge rent? I know it's, you know. <laughs> gas, grass, or ass. So the other crazy thing about this that's not in this news report is that this was occurring over a four-year period, going back to 2019, uh-huh. which means the girl was four or five when this started. Not good. Not good. So I present to you the creepiest city councilman that would be Sean Myers of Grove City Borough. Vote for Carl at thecreepoff.com. Let's get this thing to a final round. Tie it up four to four. We'll have an exciting round next week. Oh, I don't care for that, but all right. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Creepoff.com to vote, everybody. Carl, I understand that we have a really fun video we're going to watch next. Yes. So what I did is I just had the entire video. <clears throat> so we, we could just watch it, comment, pause. Uh, I do have some of the background information here. Ready to go. People have probably seen this. It's been making the round. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I'll just give you a a quick setup of what's going on here. So um, we're going to see Deputy Hernandez, uh, Florida Deputy Jesse Hernandez. He has since resigned after this incident that we're about to see. But uh, basically, Hernandez and another deputy responded to a call from a woman who said her boyfriend had stolen her car and was sending her threatening messages. So what they've done is they've taken this gentleman that the woman called the police on, handcuffed him, and put him in the back of the squad car. Okay. Okay, and they're talking to the woman, and then you're going to see Deputy Hernandez start walking back towards his squad car, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> I should have gotten yakety sacks. I think I have it on the board. <laughs> I got it right here, buddy. Don't right. you worry. <laughs> I'm for my beautiful sister. All right, he's making his way back to yep, his car. He's uh, walking car. back to his cruiser. All right, the gentleman's right back there. And, uh, well, shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Pause it real quick. Uh, For the people listening, what what we just saw, because we're watching the body cam, so we don't see this guy's face. We just saw him tumble and roll around three times on the ground. 
<laughs> while pulling his gun out, yelling fire shot, whatever he was yelling there. And then he just started unloading on the back of his own squad car. And you see, like, the mirrors and the lights getting smashed down as he's shooting into this thing. Carl, I'm going to back it up just a little bit. Yes, because please. I think he reloaded, too, there at the end. Oh, yeah. There's so two clips. Folks, watch us again. These are some sweet rolls he does here. This is like... <laughs> Okay. He just yelled that he's hit. I'm hit. I'm hit. He's on his side. It's a it's a fucking video game at this point. He's literally got the gun sideways, laying on his side, just putting round after round into this fucking car. The most phenomenal part about this is there's literally nothing he could be shooting at but his own car. There's no one standing there with the gun. There's no like if you if somebody fired at you and you're not identified where they are, you don't fire the gun. You well, don't just start shooting. It gets worse than that because now we're going to see the body cam from the other officer, the female officer, who she's hearing that shots are fired. He's shooting into this car. So she goes, I guess I should shoot into that car, too. <laughs> Watch this. What? Get out of there. In the car. In the car. He's, he's crawling. He's crawling like he's injured. He's crawling like he had three bullets in his leg or something. All right, so this is the, the other cam. Here's the, the female officer. Jesse, come back. Dude, am I hit? No, this is still that guy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot this video is longer than I realized. Further back, further back, further back. All right. Do you know your tag number off the top of your head? So this is the woman who's filling out the police report. God damn it. He's still yelling he's hit. He still thinks he's been hit by something. Do you hear that woman crying? Yes. That's her boyfriend in that car that they just put 30 bullets into. What? Yes. She called the cops on him. And they put him in the cop car, and then they just shot 30 fucking bullets into the cop car. Now, here's the good news. They missed every shot. He did not get hit. Well, I didn't expect the Keystone cops over here to fucking nail that one. (laughs) Surprised they didn't shoot each other. So what happened was an acorn fell out of the tree above the cop car, and I don't know if it hit the car, but it's, it made some type of sound this officer immediately thought he was getting shot at. And I'm just, my question to you, Vinny, do you think that two decades in Afghanistan and Iraq was bad for people? Do you think by any chance maybe that wasn't a good thing that we did? You know, did? I didn't for a really long time. <laughs> I felt for a long time that they came back way less traumatized than those nom boys. But wow. here we are. Watching a street get shot up and a police cruiser turned into Swiss cheese. Over Perfect. an acorn. So some of the funnier reactions, uh, the comments underneath, was uh, this is the most severe allergic reaction to tree nuts I've ever seen. But uh, my favorite is a manhunt is underway for Elvin, Simon, and Theodore. All right. All right. I <laughs> Mitty, have you ever seen such incompetent police work? So this no, guy. That's a crazy. <laughs> that's a movie scene. I that's know. like a comedy. So, so the guy who thought he was hit was rolling around and just discharging his gun all over the place. He resigned, as I mentioned. The woman who then shot into the police car, thank God they didn't kill this innocent guy. The woman is still on the force. They're like, ah, she didn't know. Wouldn't you think that the cop car should be bulletproof to some extent? Oh, maybe it is. Here's hoping. I mean, if that's the case, why are they shooting at it again? Dude, why are they shooting at a car? And he kept, kept doing it, too. Uh Bill Spooner, three clips and no hits. Unbelievable. That's it. Not impressive. 
<laughs> not impressive at all. But uh, <sighs> yeah, so that that video just came out. It's been making the rounds and. Uh, Thought that'd be a fun I'm one. I'm proud to watch. of you for not licking boots today, Carl. Good for you. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, man. You guys ready for some voicemails? I am, buddy. Let's do it. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. A Syracuse area town supervisor was kicked out of his position for not signing his oath of office within the first 30 days. The supervisor said he would have signed it sooner, but some of those words were multiple syllables. See you in Syracuse. They're not smart people over in that city, they I think is not. the point. Uh, a, oh, an entry for the creepiest voicemail cont- contest. Hi, Vinny. Hi, Carl. I'm a male nurse. That's it. That's for the uh, creepiest voicemail contest, but they get first kind of ruins it a little bit. So cut that part out. Um, he makes a pretty good case. Don't call here again. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a pretty good case. Oh, that's gross. That's pretty gross. Uh, here we go. Hey, guys. I just want to say great news. Uh, football season's over, so I guess we can get back to the creep-off. Uh, because calling it a show about football by creeps for creeps just sounds lame. Anyhow, thank you. Fuck you. I'm sure this is a very football-heavy episode. Bye. Nope. Were we doing too much football talk? I think we were. Okay. Noted. Thank you for that, sir. I have a voicemail. I don't think we've gotten to this one yet. Please. Are you tired of looking at Carl's ugly face with his ridiculous beaver teeth? Are you sick of hearing his annoying voice in every stupid show that he does? We are, too. Vote for Vinny on thecreepoff.com now to receive your complimentary meat lover's pizza and a size of your choice. Remember, everyone, AVFV. Always vote for Vinny. This message was paid for by the council of Vinny Paulino. Dude, that's fucked that you're buying meat lover's pizzas for people who vote for you? Any size. That's against the rules. I don't really deliver them, Carl. I don't I just say it. How many bites are out of it by the time it gets to the people? It's not theirs anyway. Okay, I'm ha- Oh, by the way, folks, I got so many messages like from people that I know that are subscribed to our Patreon. They loved our Vince McMahon part 2 episode. Oh, that was fun. Yes. People loved this episode. Thank you for reminding me right before you left for uh, Miami. We did a bonus show um and the the Vince McMahon text messages was my favorite part of that. Wow. What a lunatic. <clears throat> I will just say this, folks. If there's ever a reason to go check the, out an episode, go listen to that one. We got the skinny on everything. And uh, somebody is leaving us a theory that they have. Okay. And they might be right. I played through the fucking bonus episode. Yep. What? V- Vince McMahon, as it turns out, even in his 70s, is really into Cox. He wants there to be, when there's sex going on, he needs as many penises in, in there. He wants as many cocks in there as possible. Get in there! Get I in there! I thought Howard Stern was obsessed with penises, but Vince has got a beat. There's an open hole. Get one of them in there. <laughs> he is out of his fucking out mind. Of his mind. All right. Okay, I'm halfway through the fucking bonus episode. This uh, Grant lady was totally into it. She was fucking getting paid for it. He's saying, in regards to your last picture, in other words, she's sending him pictures and stuff. And he's like, oh, you're going to come so hard. So obviously she's telling him I came. Otherwise, it would just be, we're going to do this and not take no for an answer, you stupid cunt. Like, she's clearly saying, yes, I'm into it. She's getting paid a fuck ton of money. And also, she has not taken one mental health day. She keeps showing up to work. Uh, Dude was just banging somebody for money. Sorry, I know prostitution's illegal. I don't think that makes you a creep. Thank well, you, fuck you, bye. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and say this. What makes Vince a creep is the fact that he was naming his dildo collection off of the wrestlers and using them on people. No, that that was fun. Um, the other thing, too, so I almost agree with this caller to some degree. Sure. Because she's talking about trafficking, like she was sex trafficked. But at any point, did she say no? I don't. It doesn't seem like at any point when he's like, now go fuck him, that she was like, ah, I don't want to do that. It's alluded to in those messages that she had, there were times where she was like, I don't want to fuck John Laronitis. Right. Which, I mean, why the fuck would anybody want to? That guy's so creepy now. I don't know. 
Let's keep going. We have a lot of voicemails. Here we go. Hey, Vinny or whatever uh, intern is listening to this message, uh, leaving uh, Carl and Blind Mike in charge of your show was a bad maneuver. These fuckers are freaking making a mockery of having sex with retarded people. Oh, did I use the R word? Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But hey, Thank man, you. Freaking don't do it again. Freaking these guys, they're they're leaving a bad name. They're they're making you look bad. They're making everybody look bad. That is a creep. I might be a creep. I hope I'm not a creep. Cause I'm a creep. Bye. You're not a creep, sir. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I think this show means different things to different people. Because <laughs> Vinny's a creep. Well, I thought it was an excellent episode that we did with uh, Blind Mike and myself. I know you were listening from the beach, Vinny. You were checking it out. I was listening. I listened to it live. It was fun. Yes. I've got a fun idea for something you can do with Matthew Lewinsky. You can send him books, right? So send him a copy of that fucking... Uh, O.J. Simpson is Innocent Conspiracy book Carl got a few months ago. Yeah. And send him a copy of If I Did It. And then have him write a book report on them both. I mean, I think we should get a unbiased source to tell us what really happened. All right. I mean, he certainly seems trustworthy. Thank you, fuck you, bye. I don't know about that specific assignment, but I do like the idea that we could give him tasks to do. He's got nothing but time and he likes writing and reading. We could have him read ridiculous shit and write reports about it. Hey, did you you br- grab the letters from my house yesterday? I did, right? and I did, forgot to read it. I have them still sitting over there. Oh, okay. I'm going to sit down. There's a, a, like four more pages. Yeah, we have a lot more to get to from the Matthew Lewinsky yeah. letters. But uh, I will have some more updates for that for next week. I'm sorry, folks. I read the letters addressed to me on the show last week with Blind Mike, if you want to check that out. You can uh, learn more about what Matt's been up to in prison and what he wants from us. People have asked me, how do I give Matt money? How do I correspond with them? I'll get you the answers. Don't. I, I got to figure that out. No, I think I think this guy's been through enough. I think Carl, it's time. shut the fuck I up. I think we need to give him a few bucks. We got to give him some fun stuff to do. Come on. How come? I want to find out how we can interview him. Have a heart. Yeah, he said that he'd be up for that, too. Okay. Uh, if he'll come on the show... Tell him we'll give him five dollars. I'll give him ten. Five dollars. I'll, I'll, I'll give. Him. <laughs> this is a W. This we don't have the budget of WATP, Carl. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, wow. five. We'll give him five bucks. Well, to do listen, an interview. Jess is now off the payroll, right? So that's got to free up some money. That's oh, good. Yeah, that's why I said five bucks. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. The Wired Christian says seven dollars. All right, we'll meet you halfway. Seven dollars. I'll I'll still be able to sleep. But what is he gonna buy with the money, dude? He lists it all in that letter. He lists it all. He's gonna buy all food and make himself happy and yes. be comfortable. Why do we want him to be happy and comfortable? Because the guy has nothing to do. Dude, he's lost yes. 20 pounds. He's doing push-ups now. Sounds he's like he's built. doing fine. No, he's bored. He needs stuff to do. He wants pictures of review girls and results girls and anything else we can get for him. Send him the Annie pictures. Okay. <laughs> Send him the Annie pictures. He'll love them. I mean, he probably will. I, I saw his girlfriend that he murdered. Carl, are you ready for a scum parade? I am, buddy. Oh, actually, before we do that, though, yeah. uh, real quick, I just can you look at the super chats? Oh, I saw one coming from my boy Hack Ride. So I definitely wanted to address that. Hackride 5 Box says, thanks for coming on Gearbox, Carl. I'm glad we were able to teach you a few things about this broadcasting stuff. You got potential, big guy. Yes. Hackride had me on the uh, very first episode of Gearbox, which is a Blind Mike Project review show, or maybe just a Blind Mike review show, a celebration of all things Blind Mike. I'm not sure. All I know is that I came in hot last night. And uh, really let Blind Mike know what he sucks at. And I got a text from Mike going, are you really mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> ben there, Mike. Ben there, buddy. I'm not, buddy. I love you. <laughs> yeah. You just have to get used to him talking shit at every opportunity that he has. It's just what working with Carl is like. Uh, Manny Muskets, thanks for the two bucks. Guaranteed my Hack the Movies episode will be better than Lucy. Wow. All right. I bet you she probably uses the N-word more. <laughs> man, he's the man. Hunter Duke, thanks for the four ninety nine. Any chance for the Largo show, there's a creep-off meetup at Hall of Famer H.H. Hulk Hogan's Hangout in Clearwater. Yes. 
Um, definitely. So I got a message from Mr. Hanna that he wants to take me to Hulk Hogan's hangout in Clearwater. Well, we're all going. We're all going. I know that Hanna and the gang are going to be down there. We'll meet up with them. We'll all go down there. Vinny, I'm there. Hulkamania, brother. I'm coming in Wednesday and leaving Sunday. Okay. So I'm going to have a lot of time. Uh, Thursday, I have something I got to do, but I'll hang out there Saturday, Thursday night. We'll figure it out, right? Can't wait. Can't wait. Super happy fun chatter. Thanks for the two dollars. She did it for honey. A real Winnie the Pooh eater. <laughs> is um is Holly, Hogan's place, is that the place where you can't swear when you sing karaoke? Probably. It's like, you found Jesus now. Yeah, it, no, isn't it like this like weird kid friendly fucking biker bar or something? I don't know. Okay. I, I thought you that knew everything about bad business my plan. boy Terry Hulk Hogan. No, I don't claim that, Carl. All right. I've never claimed I, I that. I don't claim that, Carl. Wow. Never heard you so proper before. I do not claim to know everything <laughs> about that piece of shit. Okay. But I do know a lot about creeps, so let's do a scum parade. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Carl, do you still have the original scum parade music over there? Would you email that to me, Carl? I can't seem to find my copy. Yes, I have that one, and I have this one. Watch out for the scum parade. Oh, no, it's scum Both great signs by Jenny Jingles. I, uh, just that brought so many smiles to my face when I heard you play that last week. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because I, I, I started panicking. It's 1 o'clock, we're ready to go. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't put the theme song on my board. What she, do I have? She has such a strong voice for a woman of her age. Oh, wow. You, you're one of these two now? No, I'm just fucking with you. No, I, she sang it really well. I, I made sure she took a nap beforehand. Good. She had her Good. strength. Good. Carl, I want to introduce you to a gentleman by the name of uh, Nutawat. Yeah, Nutawat is an interesting name, isn't it? It is. It is. It What's sounds Nutawat like it's, up to? It's like a punchline. You get a Nutawat. What up, Nutawat? Police arrested Nutawat at an apartment in Bangkok. Uh, after two decades, Carl... Of terrorizing women's underwear drawers. No, oh, no. Yeah. A Thai woman filed a report at the Bang Yi Khan police station. Officers, uh, the night of Sunday, February 11th, the woman said she lived on the first floor of the apartment building and she hung her dr- and dried her underwear on the balcony. The balcony was protected by curved steel and she did not know how the thief could steal her belongings. Police reviewed the security camera at the apartment and identified the thief as 38-year-old Nutawat. Now, I have a picture this is what I love about other countries. They have no problem shaming people. Yes. This is a picture of Nutawat and all of the stolen underwear that they found in his place. Look at all of those B-cups. So here's my question for you, Vinny. Yeah. And I get it. A collector is a collector. But once you steal underwear, does it lose its value over time? I think if you possess the underwear for a few months... That's just kind of like your underwear at that point, right? Uh, I would imagine the this guy is compelled to go get more of it, and I would also add. But he keeps the old garments. I would think that he would throw it out because uh, the other thing too is that the he got busted stealing clean panties, like the panties that had just been laundered. What's the point of that? Yeah, that's really dumb. It's stupid. He is stupid. But the one thing you should know is that once you steal a pair of underwear, they lose a third of their value once you drive them off the lot. Correct. Yep. As soon as you put them to your face as you're jerking off, a third of the value, God. He says he's been doing this since he was 18 years old. He was arrested once 10 years ago, but got released because the victim dropped the charge. Now, he revealed that he moved from Saikon to Bangkok to work as an apartments technician, and the accommodation owner provided him with a free room and a salary of 2,000 baht per month, and he had a key now. Yeah. Now he's got a key, and he's just stealing everybody's underwear. He's going fucking crazy. This is a guy who got the exact right job, and I'm proud of him. It's, it's, it's a good move. Hey, I want to have a key to get into everyone's apartment. What, 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 All right. what are you proud about him for? What, what because, you, you know, a lot of people become bank tellers and then try to steal underwear on the side. This guy's just like, no, no, I'm going to make my life my hobby. It's kind of like what I did, Vinny. I'm going to make my life my hobby. I want to be a technician so I can just go on panty raids all day, 
every day, and he was doing it. He was living his dream. But unfortunately, he got busted. Yeah, and he is sentencing up to uh, five years in prison. Well, I don't think so, because he said that he's going to stop now. Yeah. So I think that we can trust him, take him at his word, and let him go. This is an honest man. Yeah, I mean, we've embarrassed him enough. He's, he's, he's like, going to stop. I mean, he, he could have just said when they said, where did you get all this stuff from? You could say, I bought it. Right. He could have said Target. Yep. He well, was honest about it. Yeah, he told the truth. Can I say, digital advertising is weird sometimes. Yeah. Because when I was reading this story, there was all of these ads with women posing in underwear. So I think because the context of the article was about women's panties and underwear and lingerie, all of the advertising on the page was all of that. Or it just saw your Amazon wish list. Very possible as well. Good yeah, point. Could be. So a man and his parents in India have gotten themselves into a little bit of trouble, Carl. I'm sorry, Pakistan. Uh, They've been jailed, a man and his parents, Carl. The worst in-laws in history, I think we will find out. Because his wife, Abreem Fatima Shika, who is described as an intelligent, bright, ambitious, and happy-go-lucky woman, uh, was 30 years old, and she had moved from Pakistan to live with the new family in an arranged marriage. Uh, it's so sad when arranged marriages don't work out. Uh-huh. I'm always rooting for them. Now, apparently the parents didn't like her very much. They said she didn't do a very good job cleaning. That's a problem. And so somehow she ended up being forced to take an anti-diabetes drug called glimaparad. Dude, your nose is so making some noises. Is it? Yes. I apologize. Your no- Ever since my die job yesterday, I've been all clogged up with some bullshit. So she came from the UK uh, to the UK from Pakistan. That's where this family was. Forgive me, everybody. So they forced her to take this drug, and it somehow made her brain explode, causing catastrophic brain injuries. She was also doused in a caustic substance possibly a cleaning fluid, and it was abused in the house in the days leading up to her admission to the hospital in 2015. So this woman is now suffering from severe brain damage, chemical burns, and all the other beatings and stuff because she wasn't a good cleaner for this fucking family. Well, there's more than that, though, Vinny. Yeah. She also wasn't a very good cook. So I think you can agree that some of this she brought on herself. She couldn't uh, prepare vegetables, and now she is one. The medication was uh, prescribed to the mother, Shabnam Singh, and uh, the husband's name was Asgar, and the, da- the dad was Khalid. Uh, they've been sentenced to jail for seven years and nine months. The judge concluded that there was a two- to three-day gap from when this woman fell unconscious and when the family called for an ambulance to come get her. Ah, she'll wake up. Yeah. She'll figure it out. Ah, day three still has it. Ah, all right, we'll give her one more day, and then we should probably... Alert the authorities. They made sure to point out the sentencing that even when they called the emergency lines, they lied and said, uh, you would all have been aware of her pain and distress. But she said, we don't know what happened. She just, you know, was like this. We did, there was no problem. The people who poisoned this woman then lied to the authorities? Oh, well, I never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. So I'm just going to point this out, folks. These arranged marriages, I know we all love to think, wow, these are so great. It takes all the... Yeah. All the guesswork out of am I marrying yeah. the right person? You know, here it's all everything's taken care of. It's not a great system. It it's turns not. Out. Turns out it's not a good system. Oh well, then why did I do it? I mean, I love Jenny Jingles. I, I chose her on purpose. Did you hear that? Carl admitted it was an arranged marriage. Who's that an imitation of? A fucking idiot. All right. All right. You see, what Carl's doing here is he's projecting everyone Mm. because he's a human ape, and that's what human apes do. (laughs) But I don't blame him for it. I can hear the commentary, Vinny. I have my headphones in. I hear what you're saying. Uh. (laughs) All right, Carl. Let's talk about uh, a man who finally found a way to rekindle the fire in his marriage. Yes. A former United States Marine pleaded guilty Wednesday to killing his estranged wife in Australia. Brian Early Johnston, 37, stood in court and copped to the count of murder. The mom, uh, the murder of Kelly Wilkinson, the mom of three's body was found in the backyard of their Gold Coast home on April 20th, 2021. And basically what happened, folks, was he went 
tied her up, and brought the children outside Mm -hmm. and decided to have a little bit of a barbecue. Yeah. He doused the mother in gasoline, Mm -hmm. set her on fire, but when he did this, he had gasoline on himself, so he caught himself on fire as well. Yeah, he's not good at burning someone alive, I can tell you that. Well, while his three children are watching this screaming for help, he dove into the pool and saved himself, but uh, mom, not so much. She's all dead. Hey, Vinny, do you think that sending people over to Iraq and Afghanistan for two decades was bad? Do you think that that kind of fucked some people up when we did that? Do you think that was a bad move on our part? I think it fucked up Afghanistan and Iraq. <laughs> well, yeah, that's God cool. bless America. <laughs> I mean, these stories are just fucking nuts. These people are all losing their minds. It's not great. It's not good. And I will say, there's photos in this story, and this woman's tooth-to-gum ratio is off a bit, but I don't think she deserves to be burned alive for that. You would say that. <laughs> I would. You would say that. So in the process, he let himself on fire jump the pool. Officers who responded to the scene found a semi-conscious Johnson with severe burns on his body two blocks away from his home. They recovered a plastic gasoline co- can, three knives, and a duffel bag. Johnson was hospitalized with the burns to his hands and airways <clears throat> and remained in a coma for days before he was booked on the charge of murder. So... uh Johnson did not respond when asked if he wanted to say anything as to why sentence should not be passed. So he's been manded into custody and is pending his sentencing hearing. Sentence uh, scheduled for March 13th. And uh, the children are being watched by an aunt who, uh, whose teeth look all right. Dude, no one has a worse job than this aunt. You now have to take on three children. Just watch their mom be burnt to death. <laughs> burned alive. You think there's some nightmares going on in that household? Yeah. You think some kids are waking up with the t- night terrors? Every time she starts to cook dinner, the one kid pisses his pants. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, could you imagine? <laughs> they just their hands fly up and they start running in circles. Holy screaming. fuck! Imagine someone wants to have a bonfire in the back. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough sledding for the ant. God damn it! That's uh, not gonna be a fun. Yeah, there's gonna be lots of trips to the therapist that you got to deal with. I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine it's going to take him a minute to get over that one. Uh, dang lizard, thanks for the five bucks. Carl, when will you get your tips frosted so I can see the lighting and gray hair like before? Motherfucker. You know what I love about Dang Lizard? I don't know how long he's been doing this, but I've just been noticing it lately. Every time he super chats, he has a different avatar. Oh, dude. On subreddit surfing, great. he torments Jimmy the Lip. It's the best. Oh, it's great. It's really fun. He has all sorts of pictures of Jimmy as a female pros- as a prostitute. Right. Which, you know, I don't know where he got them from. They're obviously out there, but he got his hold his hands on all of them. All right, Carl, last story today. Usually that one with the horrifying story about a mother being burnt to death in front of her children would be, you know, the end of the Yeah, I would think that we've escalated parade. things quite a bit at this point. But ladies and gentlemen, the main event, a woman has been accused of chopping off her husband's penis penis Uh-oh. with a kitchen knife while he was asleep because she suspected him of infidelity. This is uh Peru's Bobbit. Certainly is. Marleni Ramerichan Colanchi, a nurse, allegedly had an argument with her husband, Ivan Sanchez, after he came home drunk. After he fell asleep, it's claimed she took a large knife and cut off his genitals. Then she took him to the hospital where they both worked. Now, to me, that's the most humiliating things. You got to bring all my work, my coworkers into this. Yeah, right. You got to parade my dickless body around in front of my coworkers. Well, she did it because she thinks that he's cheating on her. But the question is, did she smell the dick first? I don't even think she did. It smelled like chili beans. You got to smell the dick before you start chopping it off, women. Well, my favorite part about this is she said, hey, everybody, he did it to himself. He chopped off his own dick. Totally humiliating this guy at his job. That's even worse. But then she cracked under pressure. The cops are like, so why did he chop off his own penis, ma'am? She goes, all right, you got me. I did it. She couldn't even think of one reason why he would do that. And apparently it's a shitty hospital. May I add that, Carl? Yes. Because they gave him first aid, and then they transferred him to a larger facility where they're like, yeah, we could deal with your, you know, the chasm that's between your legs now. We got to understand that in Peru, they're not putting penises on people as often as they do in some other countries. So it's not as easy for them to figure it out. I like how they automatically came and said, what are you, transitioning? Like, right. What is this yeah. supposed you try to be? To, you, you guys... Got to stop transitioning at home, people. <laughs> you can't do it at home. It's not so, going to work. So the police are like, he chopped off his own dick, and they're questioning this woman. You're yeah. te- like, if 
Cops are dumb. We've established this with this video earlier. Cops yeah. can be stupid as shit. Yeah. But the one thing I guarantee you no cop is going to believe is the story of, oh, he chopped off his own penis. Right. Oh, did he, lady? Yeah. He chopped off his own dick? Uh-huh. Was it to teach himself a lesson for cheating? Is that why he did that? Oh, I feel so bad about it. Here, let me do this to make it up to you. Do you want to put these handcuffs on now, or do you want uh, me to do it for <laughs> right. you? Right. So she's questioned by the cops. Then she admits to causing the injuries. He's a father of five. The couple have been together for about four years. They have a three-month-old child together. And another woman was reportedly present at the time of the incident, was present there. But her identity, rema- identity remains unclear. They've both been arrested and been released on bail. Now, that one, her friend who's there, like, encouraging it, death yeah. penalty. She was but- probably the one who told her not to smell the dick first. She's probably just like, no, you don't have to smell it. Let's just assume we definitely cheated on you. You won't do it. I know you won't do it. We're bad, but you won't do it. I know you won't do it. Yeah. Oh, you're so bad. That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> God, just the worst. So this is, uh doctor said this is a traumatic amputation. He's, he, he has received medical attention and psychiatric support. He's not doing well, this gentleman. I would imagine. So, I would imagine. But hey, listen. In this country, I'll just give him some encouragement. In this country, this happened to a gentleman who then became a porn star. Mm-hmm. Not I a good one. I believe he lives in Buffalo, actually. He does. John I've met him Bobby. a couple of times at comedy shows. Have you? Yeah, it's kind of sad. What do you mean he's not a good porn actor? Have you watched his work? No, I just assume he's not a good porn actor. <laughs> he, they don't have him I in think a lot you've of seen them. some videos. You were quick no. to say he wasn't very good at it. He said it because I've met the guy, and he was always like, yeah, I did like two... He, he didn't do many porns. Like, yeah. they didn't bring him back. No one was like, hey, you know who we need for this scene? Fucking old Velcro dick. <laughs> Detachable penis over yeah. here. Bullshit. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And more importantly, thank you for watching and listening and supporting the show. We truly appreciate that. We do appreciate that. It's possible that you maybe missed one super check and you just look at it's that It's always real quick. possible. Let's set it up. Uh, what's Joseph Collins? Yeah, we missed that one. Ah. Can't go wrong with Def Leppard, Def Leppard Rock Brigade for the Scum Parade. Yes. Fucking egg, Joseph. Fuck you're yeah, it's been too long for sure. Absolutely. We're going to get those back into the rotation. So I guess that's all I have to say. You can visit thecreepoff.com for links to leave us voicemails, to find our Patreon supercast or backed by for bonus episodes, and all of our back catalog of episodes, and most importantly, you could vote. So thank you so much. Carl, anything you want to say? Yeah, we'll be in Largo, Florida, March 22nd. Come out and see us. Tickets are on sale, WATPlive.com. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. Do up, do do up. That ain't funny. <laughs> alcohol is bad. You shouldn't drink alcohol. I giggle my motherfucking ass off. Go on now. Thank you.